Hello there. This is Peter Bergman. It's March 6th, 2012. Super Tuesday. What's so super about it? I mean, the fact that those four horsemen of the apocalypse are beating each other up to have the opportunity to be swamped by the not-me is not very impressive. I know you've been following it for a while, but let's pretend you're an alien who just dropped down. And there may be an alien uh, listening audience for Radio Friaz that I'm unaware of. And anyway, you're an alien. You drop down here and you turn on the TV and everybody is focused on these four candidates. Let's start from the little guys and go up. Ron Paul. Okay, you listen to him and you say, he's half mad and half on the button. And he's also a moral coward. Half mad? Let's go half on the button. Get out of Afghanistan, shrink the empire, and basically don't bomb Iran. Did you notice during the debates that he got lots and lots of cheers, but when he said don't bomb Iran, they're not a problem, things went pretty quiet in the room. That's because the hardcore Republicans that he's playing to would just love to bomb Iran. Remember John McCain getting witty or getting drunk at some affair and singing, bomb, 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 bomb Iran, bomb, 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 bomb Iran. Yeah, that's where those people are at. What they love is that he wants to close down the Federal Reserve, the Department of Energy, the Department of Education. He literally wants to shrink the government down to the place where he can drown it. Okay? Is he a serious candidate? He's a serious problem in the fact he's going to go all the way to the convention and probably hold 10% of the delegates. Okay. Ron Paul. Moral coward. He ran a newsletter, as you well know, that was racist and scary and fear-mongering, and he did it on purpose to make money, and he won't talk about it. So let's put him aside. Then we get Newt Gingrich, that bloated pig. It's not that he's a Republican. It's the fact that he says the most ridiculous things. He is mean. He is mean-spirited. People don't like him. The people that do are the people that you don't like. He says terrible things about Barack Obama, who is the president. Now, I know he's running against the president, and they're both politicians, But there's a certain level of respect and decorum you use when you're talking about the President of the United States. I mean, I don't think I passed that bar with what I had to say about George W. Bush, but remember, he wasn't President of the United States. He stole the election. Newt Gingrich, everything that goes through his warped mind, he says. Okay, then there's Rick Santorum. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition, and here he is is. He nearly threw up when he read JFK speech about the separation of church and state, which was a fine document and basically woke the whole country up to the need for religious toleration. There were people who were saying that John F. Kennedy, if he was elected president, would be talking directly to the Pope every day. Think of the long-distance charges. Why should we, the people of America, pay for his palaver with the Pope? Rick Santorum. Again, I know I've mentioned this before, but the image just, it's, it's keynotes him. 
I've never been on a couch alone with anyone but my wife. I wonder if that was the very couch he used to father their seven children. Well used. No contraception for him because he's an Opus Dei Catholic. He's a real revanchist. Okay, then we get, of course, to the Mitster, the Flipster, whose wife yesterday, now she's adding on to the bad quotes. Yesterday she said, you know, you can be poor in spirit. Sometimes I think it could just all go away. They made $20.9 million last year, most of it from earned interest on foreign accounts, and they're worth $290 million. Yeah, that's just going to go away because the United States is going to sink into the ocean. And the Mitster, the more you meet him, the more you listen to him, the less you like him. Boy, ain't that a springboard to run against Barack Obama, who every day is getting more popular. Why? Because he's changed? Yeah, he's become more progressive. He's said some dandy things, but basically, put against that field of opponents, he looks divine. In a recent NBC Wall Street Journal poll, people were asked to comment on the Republican primaries. And here's what we got. Unenthusiastic, discouraged, lesser of two evils, painful, disappointed, poor choices, concerned, underwhelmed, uninspiring, and depressed. Underwhelmed. Now, you know something? You can be underwhelmed and you can be overwhelmed. I think that the best that Mitt Romney, because he is going to be the candidate, the best that Mitt Romney can ask for is that people are whelmed. And it's not going to get any better than that. Okay, you know, talking about this stuff, and I've been talking about this Republican brouhaha for months, maybe over a year. And at a certain point, I just have to hear something that flags the future for me, that shows me the light at the end of the tunnel, that gives me a vision, that gives me hope. So, let's listen to Makana. Come here and gather around the stage The time has come for us to voice our rage Against the ones who've trapped us in a cage To steal from us the value of our wage From underneath the vestiture of law The lobbyists at Washington do not at liberty, the bureaucrats guffaw And until they are purged, we won't withdraw We'll occupy the streets We'll occupy the courts We'll occupy the offices of you Till you do The bidding of the many, not the few Our nation was built upon the right Of every person to improve their plight 
The laws of this republic they rewrite And now a few own everything in sight They own it free of liability They own but they are not like you and me Their influence dictates legality And until they are stopped, we are not free We'll occupy the streets, we'll occupy the courts We'll occupy the offices of you till you do The bidding of the many, not the few Force your monopolies with guns While sacrificing our daughters and sons But certain things belong to everyone Your thievery has left the people none So take heed of our notice to redress We have little to lose, we must confess Your empty words do leave us unimpressed A growing number join us in protest We occupy the streets, we occupy the courts We occupy the offices of you till you do of the many, not the few. You can't divide us into sides And from our gaze you cannot hide Denial serves to amplify And our allegiance you can't buy Our government is not for sale The banks do not deserve a bail We will not reward those who fail We will not move till we prevail We'll occupy the streets We'll occupy the courts We'll occupy the offices of you Till you do The bidding of the many, not the few We'll occupy the streets We'll occupy the courts We'll occupy the offices of you Till you do Bidding of the many, not the few We are the many You are the few Take heart, dear friends We are passing through the darkening of the light We're going to make it 
and we're going to make it together. Don't get ground down by cynicism. Don't let depression darken the glass through which you look. This is a garden we live in, a garden seeded with unconditional love. And the tears of the oppressed and the tears of the frustrated and the tears of the good will spring those seeds. The flag has been waved. It says occupy. Occupy Wall Street. Occupy the banks. Occupy the nursing homes. Occupy Congress. Occupy the big law offices. Occupy the lobbyists. Occupy yourself. Because that's where it all comes together. I pledge to you, from this moment on, whatever it means, I'm going to occupy myself. I love you. See you tomorrow.